Welcome to Beyond Synth. Please note, Beyond Synth is an explicit program and may contain inappropriate language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey there, and welcome to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. My name is Andy Last. This is episode 114. Today on the show is JJ Mist, and uh, we have a fun chat. Of course, I got Keeping It 80s with Marco Merrick coming up, and, uh, and then we'll do the Patreon, and that is pretty much it. It's a normal show this week. I mean, sorry, it's the summer series. So it's uh, it's an amazing show because we are uh, in the middle of the summer series, the Beyond Synth summer series. New guests every week. And this week we travel to the lovely land of New Zealand to talk to JJ Mist. And uh, it's going to be a fun time. So let's get the party started. And we are going to listen to some music, because that is what we do here. This is a cool track from Wojciech Olszewski. I love this dude, man. He makes uh, cool things. This was from the album Reality Check. And uh, I was just listening the other day, and I had my playlist on Shuffle. And then this track came on, and I was like, hey, this track's fucking cool. Uh, this is The Puppet's Dream.
And that was The Puppet's Dream by Wojciech Olszewski off the album Reality Check. And that is a cool song. And remember, if you uh, want to check out, if you want to, if you want to check out uh, all the artists who I play on the show, that information is in the SoundCloud description section. So if you're on SoundCloud and you click more info, then it drops down and it gives you a big long paragraph. And that's where I put all the links to all the artists who I play on the show. And that's a good thing to know. Of course, people have been uh, concerned lately about the future of SoundCloud and... I don't have any answers, but I'm going to continue to post this show on SoundCloud uh, as long as it's around. But I've also begun uh, migrating the back catalog to YouTube. And I think uh, as of now, I have season one on YouTube, so you can uh, listen to Beyond Synth uh, on YouTube if that's easier for you. Uh, there's no video, it's just a still image of the, uh, the iTunes artwork and the audio, but... You know, it's still good. I've been meaning to do that for a while. I do think that there's some people who just find YouTube easier to navigate through, people who aren't very familiar with SoundCloud. So I always knew that at some point I was going to put the podcast on YouTube, and now I have. So go check it out. And if you're checking things out, don't forget to check out downtojam.com. It's a free website that helps musicians around the world connect based on musical compatibility. You know, if you're looking for a partner to jam with or to fill a spot in your band, go check out downtojam.com. That's D-O-W-N-T-O-J-A-M.com. And of course, if you are into shirts and style and fashion, you can check out piccolojoe.com. Piccolo Joe. Uh, they make uh, fun t-shirts with fun designs, uh, retro-inspired 80s, uh, 90s movies and things like that, and uh, they're fun, so go check out Piccolo Joe. Alright, do it! Fucking do it! And um, maybe we'll listen to another track. You know, it's funny because I talk about how much I like Ogre, and of course Ogre does the theme song to Beyond Synth, uh, Sure Thing, the track Sure Thing off the album Calico Braun, but I very rarely play Ogre on the show, and I think it's just because it's the theme song, and so I always feel like it's unnecessary to play it, but every so often I do have to remind people why I like Ogre so much. So here's another track from Calico Braun that I've always really dug. This is New Vices by Ogre.
And that was Ogre with the track New Vices. Uh, one of my favorites, man. He's uh, really good. And, of course, does the theme song to this show. And, before I forget, you should check out the other sponsor for today's episode, Retro Revolutions. All right, you can check them out on YouTube. I don't even know what the hell the link is. Just go to YouTube and type in Retro Revolutions, or you can find him on Twitter at Retro Faith Games. And uh, his name's Jared. He's been sponsoring the entire summer series of Beyond Synth, and his YouTube channel is really neat. So he basically takes old video game consoles and electronics, and he rewires them, and he does all that stuff with circuit boards and shit, and comes up with uh, new and cool things, and he makes custom consoles for people. And uh, he's only just getting started. He's got the first, I think, functioning consoleized version of a Sony PSP. So apparently other people have tried this, and I guess they couldn't do it, and he's done it. He's essentially taken a Sony PSP, ripped it apart, and then rewired it so you can actually play it on a television like a console. And he has all these videos on YouTube where you can actually see the process step-by-step of him actually producing this thing. And I think you can even follow along if you can fucking do electrician stuff. I can't, so when I see these videos with fucking circuit boards and stuff, it just uh, blows my mind. But it's super cool what he's doing, and it's also cool that he's sponsoring the Beyond Synth Summer Series. So go check out Retro Revolutions on YouTube. You'll know it if you found it, because he's got a little logo that looks like two R's and like a lightning bolt and a soldering iron so it kind of looks like a skull and of course at Retro Faith Games on Twitter so it'd be cool if you followed him and uh, checked out his stuff and yeah do it do it I should also probably comment for two seconds I posted a picture on my Facebook the other day last week of a playlist I am working on uh, basically I was trying to put together a playlist of you know my favorite Synthwave vocal hits. I call it hits. And I titled the image Work in Progress. My initial goal was it wasn't necessarily a comprehensive list. For example, I only picked one to two tracks from each artist. And I had a lot of people commenting, a lot of people sending me links to their own music. And also, I mean, I I didn't do it to offend anyone. Like, I just did it because I thought I'd show people just an image of, here's what one of my playlists looks like. And I think I picked, like, 45 songs or something. And, you know, I I love Le Cassette, and I only picked two Le Cassette songs. If the thing was supposed to be thorough, I would have had pretty much all of their tracks up there, as well as a whole bunch from other artists. So I had a lot of people going like, hey, what about this song? And what about that song? And it's just like, yeah, you know, like, that's a good song, too. Like, I originally started the list trying to have a variety of... Uh, from all the different artists, but um, I think it's slowly going to become basically a thorough list, so it would probably just have, you know, Lucasette's whole album on there. And I ordered the list by song length, because there was no real way to order it by how much I liked him, because I like all the songs in the list, and a few people were commenting as if I was making a judgment call, like the thing, the track at number one was my favorite track. And that's not the case. The track at number one was the shortest, and it just went uh, in order of length uh, from shortest to longest. So, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I I posted it because I thought it'd be fun for people to just see what my playlist looked like, but I think there were some people who were, like, a little miffed that I didn't have their tracks up there. But don't forget, that was, I considered that list vocal synthwave hits. 
to me, that's like a song that I could imagine hearing on the radio. That didn't include just wicked synthwave tracks that were instrumental or dark wave or like the heavy shit. I mean, that's not what this list was, right? So, I mean, because there's only one Perturbator track in the list, but I mean, if I was doing like, you know, like the dark fucking synth playlist, there'd be like a shitload of Perturbator on there, you know, and Terminus and Ghost and Dance with the Dead and all that shit. I mean, I just, uh, you know, it was just a list. Man, it's just a list. But anyway, speaking of music, let's listen to some now. Here's a track by Fubar. This is Streets of Kalashi.
And that was Streets of Kalashi by Fubar. I wonder if he wants it said, or of Kalashi. Anyways, uh, he's got a new album out there, Fubar. It's sort of a, a faux soundtrack album, and that's one of the tracks from it. And that's a cool one. And what else, man? Should we do the Patreon, or should we talk to Marco first? I never know what to do. Ah, fuck it. Let's talk to Marco. It's time to keep it 80s with Marco Merrick. Marco! And we're keeping it 80s with Marco Merrick. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hello, Andy. I don't think we keep it very 80s. No, I just uh, every week I like to sort of put an intonation on a different part of the word to sort of keep it interesting for me. <laughs> That's my new strategy. What are you up to today, man? Oh, just the same old, you know. <laughs> Do you making it? What did you have for dinner? Uh, I actually haven't eaten dinner today. I'm actually really hungry, so I kind of can't wait to eat after this. We should make this the longest keeping it eighties ever. Oh, I knew you were gonna fucking say that. Yeah. What an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> How's this? So we and we start gotta start recording and, and the well, we get on um you know, get online and start talking, not recording, and Andy's eating something, and I'm, I'm already hungry. I thought, you know, I'll put it off, I'll eat later, we'll just get this done, and uh, Andy's, what were, you, what were you eating? I was eating an Eggo waffle, <laughs> a chocolate chip Eggo waffle is what I was eating. We don't have Eggos here, unfortunately. We just we put them in the toaster. Cool stuff. It's not really that cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded good, but when you're eating it, anyway. Yeah, it's okay. I'm on a, I'm, I'm, I've uh, stopped my caffeine for a while. Oh, really? No more caffeine? Jeez, I relied on that when I was doing the show, mate. I had to have it. Well, I I go through phases Mm -hmm. uh, where I don't do caffeine for a while, and then when I do it again, it's really useful because it'll keep me focused for that period of time. But then when I get too used to having too much caffeine, so like the past like month or I think month and a half, I was like, Mm -hmm. because usually I don't drink that much. It's not a big deal. Now, I was like having, I drink a lot of French vanillas from Tim Hortons. Uh, which is, uh, it's a, uh, do you know what Tim Hortons is? No. Well, <laughs> Tim, Tim Hortons is Canada's like coffee chain, like the big one. Oh, so literally right. like they, there's like a Tim Hortons every like three feet in this country. Mm-hmm. And, um, they have this thing called a French vanilla, which is just this kind of like a mocha sort of drink. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's got like the coffee in it, but when you drink it, it pretty much just tastes like a sort of chocolate vanilla kind of drink. Like you don't taste the the bitterness of like the, the, the espresso part or whatever. Right. Anyway, it's good. It's very synthetic, but I mean, it, it tastes good. And I drink a lot of those, and I drink a lot of my homemade mocha, where I have like the instant coffee and the chocolate milk and cream and stuff. But yeah, like the past few days... I was getting like heart heart palpitations. Oh so, shit! Like that happens to me when I when I have too much caffeine in my system. Like I start to really How go much like. Caffeine? Are we talking about here? I mean, uh, well, it's not. It doesn't have to be that much for me. Okay, I can handle a lot of caffeine. Yeah, if I go in a day where I'm drinking like two caffeine things, a fucking you know instant coffee and like a tea or something. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, like. And I, I was fine for like a month and a half. I was like, oh, I guess I'm like a caffeine drinker now. Because before I used to use it almost like a drug. It would be like, yeah. today I'm going to drink some tea because I've got some work to do. Uh-huh. Or today I'm going to have my French vanilla because I have work to do. And then the past like month and a half, I've like every day I've not gone a day without having 
like an instant coffee with like chocolate milk and fucking mm-hmm. my uh, tea or French vanilla or whatever. And then yeah, I was for the past like three days, I was like my heart was like kind of skipping a beat and wow. doing weird stuff. And uh, usually that means I've been having too much caffeine, so then I'll take a break from caffeine, which is only a good thing because every caffeine drink I have is full of sugar too. So I mean, it's not a bad thing to stop. No, that's true. That's true. I I, I never have sugar. With my, I used to. I ne- I never do it anymore. Sure. I mean, once you get used to it, it's actually nice without it. I prefer it without. But uh, I, I've been drinking a lot more. T- I never really got into tea before, Andy, but I've been really getting into it lately. And so instead of having too much, you know, because I used to drink a lot of coffee. Sometimes I'd have, I don't know, seven or eight cups a day, you know, and, and it's a lot. It does. You kind of do start feeling funny after a while. But um, yeah. no, I started drinking a lot more tea. I re- really enjoy that. Yeah. Well, the caffeine in tea is a lot milder anyway. Yeah, that's I mean, right. When, yeah. when I drink coffee, it's like I'm getting like a supercharge. Mm-hmm. When I first invented my mocha drink, which I didn't invent, but like <laughs> uh, when I first when I first made it for myself, it actually wired me for like 24 hours because I wasn't used to that much caffeine because I'm not really a coffee drinker. Yeah. So I'm always drinking tea and it's like, you know, you can kind of stay up late on tea, but it doesn't give you that crazy energy. But if you just like have some instant coffee and like throw in like two big scoops of instant coffee when you're not used to it, mm-hmm. I was just fucking like, like I was just, <laughs> I was fucking wired. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that was the sound. Sorry, you didn't see. I always but, thought that was a farting sound. I was like, hey, what are you? No, you well, well, the, well, the, visu- <laughs> the visual is more like, it's supposed to be like that boing noise of like a spring. Oh, That's what I was yes, doing. Yes. You know, like you look at and all of a sudden the eyes turn into like that kind of swirl looking hypnotized thing and just goes like and then like all of a sudden you're, you're <laughs> it's meant to be a spring there's such a big difference between like the US and Australia for example I haven't been to Canada yet so I, I can't really say you know like going to the gas stations over there for example I mean all we have here is just like your normal fucking coffee I remember going to the gas stations there and it was like a fucking smorgasbord of shit it's like <laughs> all these different I mean there's a lot of shitty hot food but, there, yeah. but there's just so much hot food and, and you know and then also the coffees I and look Jazzy's going to attest to this I became obsessed with the French vanilla coffee that they serve there it's just like a machine and you just press the button and it comes out yeah. I used to get the biggest motherfucker cups like I can't believe how big the cups are there like the serving sizes are crazy in the US so I was like started going down to the store just to get these coffees and I miss them so much man like I can't get anything like that here so I find that they're a lot more creative in the US. I mean, a lot of it's garbage, but uh, nonetheless, it's very creative. Here, we're obsessed with iced coffees and cold drinks that are pre-made. So they're not like they're not like served fresh. You know, it's like in the fridge, like with. And we've got so, so many different brands and ranges of iced coffee. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's our thing here. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of the places now, especially. In, I mean, Canada's mm-hmm. very similar. It's like you know the. The gas stations now always seem to be connected to some sort of branded, like, convenience store chain or donuts chain, mm. you know? So it's like you, one half is the gas station part, convenience store with all the candy and shit, and then, like, the other half is, like, yep. an actual, like, fucking Dunkin' Donuts or something, you know? And <laughs> uh, there's always all that shit. Hey, what's, uh, but maybe you should play a track. <laughs> I love it how you segue. You'd be, like, really into something, and all of a sudden you'd be like, hey, hey, like, <laughs> I love how you do that. All right, so we're going to go to uh, Data Streams. Got a new track which I really like. Uh, it's called South Bank. Well, I'll tell you, I'm a huge fan of Data Stream. Oh, yeah, and like that's one of the artists too that I don't. How am I supposed to word this? I feel that he is underappreciated. I'll say that. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because for sure. his um, the melodies that Data Stream does when he's got like the the um, vocoder singing, mm-hmm. like he's got a few tracks like Star Rider 
or not Star Rider, fucking uh, um, Star. Why I listen? I literally listen to this song every day. Why can't I fucking pull the name? Mm, uh, like Star. Oh, oh, that. This is pissing me off now because I literally listen to this song all the time. Star Race. No, Star hey, Star Racer. Yes. Yeah, Star Racer. Yeah, yeah, I know that. That's a great track. Yeah, Star Racer is a fucking awesome song. And, uh, yeah, he's got a whole bunch that, like, I listen to all the time. I think they're fucking great. Mm. Uh, anyways, but we're... Yeah. What are we going to listen to today? What's this one called? Uh, his new one is called South Bank, and I know you're going to love this one too, Andy. Some really good stuff. Well, this is South Bank by Datastream.
And that was Data Stream with the track South Bank, Marco's first pick of the week. <laughs> that, that was my oh, attempt geez. to make that different, but it just sounded bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of off key there. Your voice kind of. Anyway, that was cool. Do you have a date w- when you're going to come to the States? No, I don't. I'm, see, this is the thing. I've kind of been a bit depressed lately because. Well, I'm kind of in limbo. I'm still waiting for the fucking visa to approve, Andy. So, um, so is that literally the, the thing? Like, once the visa is approved, yeah. you're just gone. Like, that's it. Well, okay. So basically, I'm pretty much ready to go. I mean, I've been ready for a long time. But um, basically, I mean, there's a couple of loose ends to tie up. But it, you know, maybe it won't take long. But uh, the way it operates now, you get the fiance visa. So that's basically the main thing. So. That's almost like once they approve that, the rest is easy. Then you've got six months to get married. Then uh, you file off the paperwork for the marriage and then it's approved. So basically, this is a hard bit. This is where they're um, going to be scrupulous if they are, you know, and, and pick you up on stuff. So we've had to send so much information, photos, receipts, um, just just all sorts of shit. So we're just waiting on them, basically. Pictures of my dick? You know. No, they're just for Jazzy. She promised she wouldn't share them to with anyone. <laughs> um, but... I just figure you have to send that to the thing, like when they're like going over all the paperwork and stuff. Oh, Jesus Christ. Does he have a criminal record? Does he have this and that? Like, does he have any pictures of his dick? I accidentally accidentally slipped one in there and uh, fuck, man. I I don't think I'd ever be (laughs) learning the country again. God, that'd be a nightmare. (laughs) That would be an amazing thing to accidentally slip in. To accidentally have, I mean, there's so many things that have to happen for you to. For, to, to lay the groundwork for you to be able to accidentally <laughs> slip a picture of your dick into some paperwork. Like, it's true. So much stuff has to go wrong. Or right. Depending on who actually uh, <laughs> processes yeah. the application. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could be some old lady's lucky day. Yeah, yeah. Nice cock. <laughs> approved. Tink. <laughs> Big approved stamp on yeah. the cock. <laughs> that, that, was my, that was my sound effect for a stamp. Was jink. <laughs> Jink. Jink? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Anyway, so that's it then. Like, so that's the thing. Like, once you... You you get the visa approved. Mm-hmm. You you tie up your loose ends. You go visit your mom and punch her in the face and get on a plane. Like that's what happens. Pretty much in that order too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gonna be pretty hard to punch her in the face if you're on the plane. Yeah, unless she's on the plane too. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That's what I'm always um, assuming. Yeah. When any, when anyone has loose ends, it's like you got to punch your parents in the face, right? Is that the <laughs> is that the loose end? It kind of does sound funny when you think about it, right? Tying up loose ends. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck does that even mean? Well, whenever you hear uh, tying up loose ends it's always in a movie when some like assassin has to go and like kill the last person it's like there's just one more thing you know i'm thinking about like heat you know there's one more thing you got to do before you leave Mm -hmm. and uh and so i'm just picturing like robert de niro having to fucking take out wayne girl before he gets on the plane but then it like fucks the whole thing up (laughs) so i'm thinking like if you got to go take out wayne girl you got to take out wayne girl is that your is that your fucking business (laughs) (laughs) i'm not taking no Oh my god. Wayne grows a piece oh, of shit, man. He fucked up. up the whole operation. Literally, he like you can you watch the movie Heat, man. It's all down to fucking Wayne Grow being a piece of shit. They could have <laughs> robbed that bank and got away without killing any of those guys, but they had to fucking hire Wayne Grow and Wayne Grow and he fucks everything up. Everything. Even before even before even when they're hiring, like when when you first see him, immediately I'm like, No, this is bad like <laughs> this is just a bad idea. Yeah. And these guys, you know, it's like, fuck, what are you guys doing? Anyway, it's, it's frustrating. It was always frustrating. Yeah, because Wayne Grove's just a piece of shit, and then he got fucking got he away. He is, literally. Literally. Yeah. That was the last good movie Val Kilmer did, wasn't it? I think. Um, did you like him in Batman? No. <laughs> We're going back to that. 
Um, I remember what was there was a no. I liked Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Ah, uh, yes, yes, that was a good movie. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That was later. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's a fun one. Mm. That's all I can think of on top of my head. And he had a funny role in uh, in um, Life's Too Short, the Ricky Gervais show where the lead is uh, Warwick Davis. Mm, I haven't seen that. I don't mind Ricky Gervais. He's pretty funny. Yeah, no, the show was okay. It was like. Because the lead was uh, Warwick Davis, right? And so, mm-hmm. but they were trying to make it like the joke isn't about that he's you know like a little person. It's all about that he's like got this big attitude and all this stuff. And but the funniest oh things. God. So it was almost like they made him play like a little mini David Brent mm-hmm. from The Office instead of. And the, but the funniest parts of the show, like that I found the funniest, was all the physical comedy mm-hmm. of like just the funny things that like Warwick would get up to. There's like one scene where he's got to get his award back and they won't get it for him and he has to like climb a bookshelf to get it. <laughs> and it was like the scene was so funny. And like some of the cameos are great. You've probably seen clips of them online. Like the sure the have, the, yeah. uh, the Liam Neeson cameo, mm-hmm. where he comes into Ricky's office, he wants to like them to write comedy for him, and it, that that scene is amazing. It's just like four minutes of just it's just awesome. I bet, I bet it sounds funny. Even I could just yeah, yeah, cool, cool. I'll have to check that one out. But in the meantime, if we're checking things out, you got another uh, song for me. <laughs> Always love the way you segue. Um, <laughs> yes, I got the new one from Condrath. And uh, a very nostalgic piece, this one, his new track, Middle School. Well, let's listen to Condrath with the track Middle School.
And that was Middle School by Condrath, Marco's second pick of the week. Now, seeing as this is my segment, I, there was something I wanted to talk to you about. And it's yep. good that I remembered because I was watching a movie at a friend's house uh, the other night. But anyway... I know you're talking about like cliches or strange things in in, in uh, movies, and we talked about this years ago. Now I think I remember watching some of your old uh, videos that you did. The one with the uh, the cats in the cupboards thing. Yes, yeah, right. And yeah, you know yeah, how, yeah. And, and it was funny because you said to me, you "Go, you go. Here's, here's, how many times you see that? There's a noise, and then somebody goes to check it out, and it's a it's a fucking cat. It's always mm. a fucking cat. What is with? I mean, how many movies? So it's just funny. Anyway, the one that I know I'm aware of that was very popular, especially in like. I don't know, say 60s, 70s, even the 80s, was quicksand. People dying in quicksand or there's some sort of a emergency in quicksand, right? What is with that? I mean, I was watching, and this this clicked with me because I remember there was that scene in Never Ending Story. I mean, I'd, I haven't seen that recently, but I don't need to. I know that back to front. Um, but I watched Krull, and there's a scene in Krull as well. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, What's with the fucking quicksand? So I was just Googling it. I thought... Does quicksand actually kill people? And and no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. I mean, it's just this weird thing that that's been created in movies. Apparently, this is what I read up on it because uh, they did some tests and stuff. And I mean, you sink to a certain point, and that's as far as you go. People have died in quicksand, but it's because they've actually got stuck and they starved to death. I saw a show. I don't know if it was um uh, if it was like MythBusters or one of those type shows where they, they mm. no it, maybe it wasn't MythBusters. It might have been another one on Discovery where they they went in quicksand. But I think they even had to, like, manufacture it. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. you had to... I don't know how they would do it exactly. But, yeah, it was the same thing. It was just... The hard part was just getting the person out. Yeah. It wasn't trick, yeah. that, it, like, it sucks them all the way in. It's just, like, you had to basically, like, go... You had to move very slowly. Because, yeah. like, any, like, fast motion, like, the friction just causes you not to work. So, like, in order to get out, you have to, like... It's almost like be pulled out very slowly. Oh, I see. Or something like that. It's 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 weird. Like, it's definitely strange. Hey, I don't know, quicksand, that's a good point. Yeah, I was petrified of it growing up. I mean, it was just so frequent. I mean, look at this statistic. In the 1960s, one in 35 films featured quicksand. <laughs> and I'm serious, that's a fact. It was in everything from Lawrence of Arabia to the monkeys. What the fuck is this fascination with quicksand? I mean, it's just, it's really bizarre. Anyway, I, I just find shit like that fascinating. You know? It's funny because about a month ago yeah. when I was talking to Protector 101 and there was another cliche I was talking about okay. because it was annoying me a bit that, you know, in, in new movies, you know, whenever there's a female character who is like a tough character, yeah. there's usually like these cliches that they would do and they would sort of basically... Like, I'm not saying that, that women can't be tough characters. Of course they can. Right. But it's, um, there's a cheesiness to it in modern movies where it's like, you're, you're a tough woman if you can beat up a dude. Like, that's, that's the criteria. Yeah. So they're not, they're not necessarily <laughs> like strong women in like a real strong woman sense. They're just, they're just men. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what makes them tough because they're as strong as a man. And so I was thinking, how many movies have you seen where a guy comes in, uh, the girl, you know, shows like, hey, man, I'm tough, too. And the guy's like, haha, sure. And then she does that move where she either flips the guy or grabs his arm and puts it behind his back. Oh, that's such a fucking thing, isn't it? Because I, I swear, I, I, and I, I still, I'm going to type it in because I want to find more examples. Because, like, I know I've seen it so many times because that's the, that's always the way you prove it. Right, like, like for a woman to be a tough lady, there has to be a scene where she mm-hmm. puts a man's arm behind his back and goes like, "Ha ha, see, she's just as strong as a man," you know, and like that's the thing. But it's always done the same way. Yeah, 
or like or, or a fight scene where it's just you know I just have an aversion to cliches and like there's some that are so standard yeah. that there's videos on YouTube where they uh, where they collage them together so like one of my favorites is it's gonna blow and it shows all the movies where someone yells it's gonna blow before something explodes <laughs> I was about how many porn movies would that be? <laughs> 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 a few of those. Huh? I don't get it. Uh, I don't get is that it. Sort of movies you watch, sure. <laughs> yeah. Never seen one, but yeah, like it's gonna blow. The 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 two I remember seeing is uh, it's gonna blow and you look like shit. Yeah, you look like, like shit. how many movies or someone goes like, hey man, you look like shit. You look like shit. And uh, it's gonna blow is a good one because it's like, would you ever say that? No. Like I don't think that's a natural thing that would come to me. Like if I looked down and I saw that something was about to explode. I wouldn't yell, it's going to blow. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, like I wouldn't like, it's going to blow. It just sounds stupid. Yeah. I know. You'd be like, you'd be exactly. You'd be just like, get out now, move. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, you wouldn't be like, it's going to blow. <laughs> I guess it's like the same as like people uh, yelling timber before like a tree falls down. Like I just, it just seems weird to me. Like it just, it doesn't, it's so odd. It's a word that doesn't quite carry the weight of what's about to happen really. No what always spins me out is the whole fucking car exploding thing as well. It's like, in movies, especially like earlier movies, 80s and 90s movies, cars just explode all the fucking time. Oh, yeah, man. There's a car chase scene and it, it just hits a bin on the side and it blows up. It's like, what are these fucking cars made of? Explosives? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's just ridiculous how easy they explode. Anyways. That's why, despite Last Action Hero being a stupid movie, they did do a funny joke in that when like... Every time he shoots, yeah. like just one bullet, and like the car will just explode, and he like just shoots a bunch of cars. That's right, yeah. But yeah, man, it's a uh, you know that's that's definitely one there too. Yeah, yeah. There's there's so many I need to fucking look up because I do enjoy when people do the work because there's there's some cliches where I've watched them and and whenever I notice patterns, I get really annoyed. It just it seems lazy to me. Mm. I did a video with Spider Man Three where I was watching Spider. I mean, Spider Man Three is not a good film, but I remember watching it going like. Wow, they say the word love a lot in this film. Like, there's so many moments in that movie where people are like, I love you, love, love, love. It got to the point where I was just like, I put together a collage because I just wanted to see it for myself. Like, am I crazy here or is this being said a lot? Like, it just seems lazy to me. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, they say it like a whole shitload of times and like it's a pretty funny video. But uh, yeah, whenever whenever I notice stuff, it just the laziness of it bothers me, and I don't like when people talk with cliches, like in movies, like where they just yeah. use cliche dialogue. Like it's so, it, I just can't. It just doesn't do it for me, man. But I'll tell you what isn't lazy. What? More music. <laughs> uh, no, Dream Fiend certainly isn't lazy. He, uh, I know, he works hard <laughs> on his music, and uh, he's a perfectionist. Mm. And I think it shows with his new track called Voyager. And let's listen to it. This is Dream Fiend with the track Voyager.
And that was Voyager by Dream Fiend, Marco's third pick of the week. And we can probably wrap up this segment. I think that'll probably do. Do you got anything you want to add? I know you're hungry. Uh, I'm going to go have some chicken sandwiches, Andy. Chicken, cheese, and mayo toasted sandwiches. I fucking, I love, I'm, I really, they're my favorite kind of sandwich. Sweet. Oh, that sounds delicious. Mm. And I'm not going to make you one when I come up and see you, so don't even think about it. Either, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I want you to cook me a steak, man. I still, uh... Uh, I'll tell you what, I will. I'll cook you a steak when I come up. Get there, that right? damn uh, get that damn marriage do, visa or whatever. You can make then... the sides. You can make the sides, all right? Well, I'll make the sides, <laughs> all right. I don't know what that means. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Is that, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, man, you have a lovely Australian day. <laughs> you have a lovely Canadian evening. <laughs> I will. All right, man, take care. That was awkward. Yeah, all right, man. I'll see you later. Have a, have a good one. <laughs> see you, everyone. <laughs> oh, jeez. And that was Keeping It 80s with Marco Merrick. Always uh, fun talking to him. So let's go to the Patreon. Alright guys, Beyond Synth has a Patreon. It's a way you can donate to Beyond Synth and help make this show even bigger and better. Uh, we got goals to reach. I know right now it says we've technically made the $500 goal, but that is only because at the moment Retro Revolutions is sponsoring the show and doing it through the Patreon. So that's going to drop back down in the, in, uh, the fall. It's going to go back down to, to four. But we're still trying to build this thing up. I've got some goals in mind, and I really want to be able to put all of my time and all of my effort into Beyond Synth. And to do that, we got to raise uh, raise the cash, you know, because it'd be really cool to be able to do that. Because we're trying to expand the show into so many different places, and now I'm being basically stretched so thin that I can't, I can't do everything I want to do with this show. Um, but I would like to. Anyway, so now we're going to thank the people who donate to Beyond Synth. So, starting with my $5 Pattersons, there's Kai, Joe and Lando, Roman, Bobby B, John Eternal, Dougie Fresh, Lame Robot, Mono Memory, Florence Bullock, Matthew Lister, Simon Norberg, Valingo, Nougat Ninja, The Rosconian, Night Raptor, Stu M, Ross Pentland, Dana Jean Phoenix, Tristan Waits, Rawl Pud, Aled, Grant Bouvier, Barons of Santa Carla, Seattle Synth, Starlight Fisher, Olivia Mutant John, Timothy Pierce, Corey Valentine, Orlando Rodriguez. Again, I look, every time I get a message from you, I don't get what you're saying to me about how you say your last name. Alright? So I think it's still Neef. Until look, send me a fucking audio clip of you saying it, and then I'll say it the way you want me to. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so mad about this. <laughs> anyway, that's Orlando. And we got a new donor this week. Marco Cranadonk. What? <laughs> That's not your last name. Marco Cranadonk? 
Cran Cran and Donk? Your last name ends with Donk? Is that possible? <laughs> Marco, thank you very much for your donation. Let me know how to pronounce your name. Because I'm saying Crane and Donk, and that just sounds made up to me. But it also sounds unique in a way that's not made up, because I don't know that anyone would make that up. So you gotta let me know, man. But that's Marco, and thank you, Marco, for your support of Beyond Synth. Then there's Ethan Hennings with 501, 501 Jeans. And now we're gonna go to the donation of the bees for all my donators. Donators for all my Pattersons who donate 666. This is the donation of the bees. There's Hellroy, Lucas Ceballos, Blake Peterson, Carm, Unholy Rat King, and Straylight. And of course, keeping evil at bay is Max Hutchings with the 667. And now my lovely $10 Pattersons. There's Jake Last, Trevor Resnick, Colin Bennett, Fraser Davidson, Victor Garza, Ezra Van Dam, Winfield, Will Lowe, Polly Digital, Joshua Everson, Fucking Slunks, Greg Smith, Ashley Keegan, Tim Walmsley, Mike Shima, Shabugan, Facehugger, and then with the donation of the 1111, it's Chris Alaya Lane. And with the 2288, it's Jacob Wick. With the awesome donation of the 25, it's Chris Dance. And of course, this week's uh, King of the Week, Patterson of the Week, is also the person who is sponsoring the Beyond Synth Summer Series. It's Retro Revolution with the crazy donation of $99.95. And don't forget to check out Retro Revolution on YouTube and Retro Faith Games on Twitter. All right. Let's listen to another song, and then we'll go to my conversation with JJ Mist. This is a track by Nightrun87. This is The Destroyers Are Coming!
And that was The Destroyers Are Coming by Night Run 87. And that's a cool song. So let's uh let's go talk with JJ Mist. Alright, and I'm here with JJ Mist. Hey, how's it going? Going alright. How are you today? I'm excellent, thank you. Do you like how, like, right before we record, I talk in a normal voice and then I change very suddenly when I start introducing you? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's very cool. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you sound the same to me before, really. I don't. I can't tell the difference. Well, I just like when I'm talking to people, like, just off mic, and then the, the second I hit record, and then it's just, like, and I'm here with JJ Mist. Like, all of yeah. a sudden, I'm a, I'm a different guy. <laughs> It's very cool. So, man, it's winter in New Zealand. Yes, it's freezing. And I've got my heater on and my heater's dehydrating me, so I'm waking up really dehydrated. It's really annoying, so I don't know why I told you that. (laughs) (laughs) I just have one of those personalities. People like to confide in me. Yes. So how cold does it get in... You're in New Zealand, right? Yes. It doesn't actually get that cold, like, compared to where you are. Mm. Um, like, the temperature right now is 16, 16 degrees Celsius. Okay. 61 degrees Fahrenheit. It's not really that cold, but I'm a pussy. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm thinking, because for me, yeah, I mean, 16 would be a day that we'd be happy uh, in this country walking out in t-shirts and stuff, because it's because our wow. winters get super cold i remember like when i was younger yeah. like we'd get like some days where they we wouldn't even be able to go outside for the whole recess at school okay because it was so cold outside that they'd be like you can only play outside for 10 minutes and then we got to bring you in because it's like negative 30 and it like feels wow. like oh yeah it gets fucking cold here so wow. uh you know wow no it's it does, doesn't get that cold here um i think in the south island um it gets probably a bit colder because i know there's snow yeah, but you you don't get snow here. Maybe you get a little bit of frost. But um, wow, yeah, I, I, I couldn't handle it that cold. <laughs> what about those uh, snow-covered mountain peaks that uh, Peter Jackson filmed for the Lord of the Rings? Oh God, South Island, I think. I think they're in this. Yeah, some of them. Um, there's a couple of um, mountains with snow on them in the North Island. I'm not sure where they are though. I should know these things, but I don't. <laughs> you go to the research, man. You have to be an ambassador for your own country, right? That's uh... to be honest. I just want to get away from this country. <laughs> oh, not not like you know. I see the world because it's so remote. It's so far from everywhere else. Well, I mean, people uh, they like New Zealand though. Whenever they visit it, I think there's uh, some similarities geographically with uh, with New Zealand and Canada in terms of like the. Um, the rock formations and thing. My dad was a geography teacher, and I'm pretending oh. like I knew what he was talking about, but I don't. Oh yes, yes. It's just when oh, I watch cool. when I watch Lord of the Rings, uh, there, there's a lot of um, like forest shots and stuff that that are very yeah. reminiscent of the forests up where I live, like just the, the the types of trees and the way it looks and things. I mean, not every we don't have snow. Well, we do have snow capped mountains, but that's in the Canada's a big place. Anyways, man, how are you today? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good. Yeah, it's funny how like you ask anyone else, "What do you know about New Zealand?" They're like, "Oh, Lord of the Rings." 
like straight away. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I was there when I was a kid. Oh, you were in New Zealand. Yeah, but I was young. Like uh, my wow. dad, my dad liked to travel, and so there was like two years where I actually like wasn't in school because we went on trips like around the world. And when oh. I was when I was young, I did a, a tour of um, the South Pacific. And the Cook Islands and and things oh, like that. Cool. So I went to Australia, yeah. New Zealand, and Rautonga, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Fiji. Uh, what else? Those are the ones. But I was really young, like I was in nursery school. Oh wow! So my memory of New Zealand was just they they had this thing. I don't know if they have it anymore called Servas, <laughs> where you, you travel. Well, I know it sounds weird when I say it that way, but it's a it's an acronym for something. It's like you know oh. whatever. Anyways, the, the point was it was if you were a member of it, you would host people. So if you were a Servas member, you would like if someone else was one, then they would come t- to visit your country and you would give them lodging for free, like if they were travelers. Oh. And so when when we went to other countries, we would stay with people who were members of this thing. Okay. And so my my memory of New Zealand was just that I remember we stayed in and this family had like a camper like outside and that's where my brother and I slept. Oh, wow. And they had like a little fridge in there. That, that's literally my memory of New Zealand. <laughs> it has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with anything. That's that's cool. No, that that's really awesome. Service. I've never heard of it. No. <laughs> I, I don't remember if it stood for something. I never paid attention, right? I was a kid. Yeah. I remember yeah. getting my flip-flops lost <laughs> when I was walking, but I don't remember. There was like this red clay, and I'm like, but was that New Zealand or was that Fiji? I feel like that was Fiji. Red clay. Ah, uh, To be honest, I've lived here my whole life, but I really haven't traveled around this country a lot <laughs> I've never been to the South Island right I've only sort of been around the North Island a little bit mm. um, but yeah there's a lot of kind of naturey scenic stuff to see yeah, but I'm not too sure the red the red clay could be Australia when you went there I think they have that kind of shit <laughs> yeah but <laughs> maybe it was shit who knows yeah maybe I was a kid I don't remember anyways uh, we're gonna we're gonna listen to some tracks here uh, you've done some fun collabs with people, and so I'm going to play a bunch of them today. Oh, wicked. So here was... I'm trying to debate what order I should play them in. But anyways, here's a cool uh, track I liked. Uh, <laughs> that was an interesting <laughs> laugh there. You sounded like a seal. A laugh? Did I do a laugh? It sounded like one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just are a seal. Maybe it was a seal thing. Was that a seal thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now that's settled. Uh, here's a fun track. This was uh, The Spark that you uh, did with Data Stream. This is a cool track. So here's yeah. The Spark. <laughs>
And that was The Spark. Uh, a data stream and JJ Mist collaboration. And I'm here with JJ <laughs> Mist right now. We're talking about New Zealand and seals. <laughs> so, uh, so what's what's your plan? What's your plan for the winter? You got any uh, hot winter plans? Weird question. My plan for the winter is to get my album done. Right. I've been sitting on it for about a year now. I mean, I've got a dozen songs, and I'm like. All half finished. While I'm staying inside in the warmth, Mm. I'm just going to get my head down and get it finished. Hopefully. That's my plan. (laughs) Well, that's exciting. So what do you do to to, to get in the zone when you're uh, singing and stuff? Oh, God. You just have to... You just got to get yourself... Drugs. Yeah, drugs. Yeah, I've got a lot of... um, I've got a few varieties there. Got the the pills, <laughs> some crap. Take that. That sort of well, but takes you back to the eighties. You know, cocaine. You want to get into the vibe of it. That's true. Just snort some coke. How does I've that work a- when you're in a country like New Zealand? I mean, like, do, do they just have to like make the drugs there? I know I'm not asking as if you're an expert. It just it feels weird to me when they're they're on an island. You know what I mean? Like, is there still a boat that comes in with a bunch of drugs, or do they have to like do what's local to New Zealand? <laughs> Well, is that a valid I, question? I wouldn't know, but <laughs> I, I, I assume that it would come over somehow. But um, I know you could probably go to the chemist and buy some ingredients and just throw something together. The chemist. Yeah, the chemist. I love when people call it the chemist because we just... Discuss- I know, yeah, you call it the pharmacy, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chemist sounds cooler. Like, it just... It's more sciencey, you know, like... <laughs> That's exactly what my um, American friend said. Well, like, it sounds great. Just, I love that. The fucking... The chemist. We've got to go to the, the chemist. chemist. Yeah, go- get some drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mix them all up together. So is that what you do then? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got a little lab downstairs and I get all my bits and pieces together and mix them all up. And So where do you yeah. put your studio then? Or do you have lots of space? Not really. It's in my room. My bedroom, which is the size of a shoebox. Yeah. So, But then I've got the lab downstairs and should put it in the lab. I'm totally kidding. I don't have a lab. What? No, I was kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> I should have kept going with it. No, I know. I feel betrayed now. I thought this was all true. I was just like, I really wanted to talk more about JJ Miss Drug Lab. <laughs> New Zealand Drug Lab. Yeah. So then, what is, uh, so what's going on then? What's uh, winter time? You're all bundled up. Is that your only plan is to just hide from the 16 degree Celsius weather? <laughs> Yeah, just for the winter, I don't really have a lot of plans. Um, yeah, just keep tracking on. You got any plans for the summer? You going to go away? I am going to go away, yes. Well, yeah. I think my my landlord is uh, renovating the apartment, and so we got to be out of here. Okay, right. So you, you'll be moving? Normally, yeah. Normally in the summer times, we visit our parents anyway, so like that's fine. And I'm hoping to... Uh, just relax. I don't know. That's my plan. I want to make some homemade burgers. I want to... Um, oh, yum. That's it right now. I'm going to make myself a list, but I never get anything done. Like, when, whenever I have, like, <laughs> a to-do list, I can go back yeah. home, like, because I'm from a small town. Yeah. And when I go there, it sort of drains my energy. Like, it's very quiet. Like, it's very relaxing and very mm. different from the city because the city's very noisy. But mm-hmm. I have, like, a different problem is, like, when I go back home, I just don't have the energy, really, to do stuff. Oh, and yeah. uh, so I can literally go back with a list and say, okay, we're going to be here for one month. Here's my to-do list, and I will get nothing done. Like, I'll, I'll, <laughs> still, I'll still be rushing and editing the podcast, like, the day before it comes yeah. out. And I'm, I'm not getting ahead on anything. And... I'm taking a break from caffeine right now, and like caffeine usually keeps me focused. But if I drink too much of it, I get uh, like my heart does funny things. Like it doesn't. I feel like I'm all like jacked up. 
Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I appreciate the focus that caffeine can give me when I'm using it properly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I understand with caffeine, I have to have one every day. If I have more than one, I get... Um, can get really a lot of anxiety and stuff so just try it <laughs> i have sort of a cycle with with caffeine yeah because i'll go through phases where i don't do it i always say do it because i i treat it like a drug still sort of like yes it, yeah especially yeah. when you don't drink it a lot like when it when it's someone's regular routine for me it's not mm. and so mm. when i do when i start uh, drinking like caffeinated drinks again mm. there's this weirdness where if i don't drink it for like a few weeks and then i have like a tea and all of a sudden i'm just fucking wired mm. but then i'll go through phases where i'm drinking it every day multiple times and then if i do it for too long i'll start to get like kind of heart palpitations oh my God. i can actually feel my heart like beating in a strange way and I'm like okay it's time to stop holy shit I also do get the anxiety too but for for me Mm. I just basically turn off the internet because a lot of that anxiety just comes from the news oh I know yes yes agreed so that's why so Facebook is a fucking problem oh you gotta be present yeah okay deep breath deep breath do it together one two three deep deep breath in <laughs> really. Okay, so you were doing that before the before we started recording. So explain every every so many minutes your your phone chimes and then you have to take a deep breath. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, it, it goes off every fifteen minutes, and um, yeah, it just it's a lovely little sound, and you just take a deep breath and you focus on what's going on around you. You listen to the sounds and you focus on the out breath and the out breath is usually longer so you take your breath in the out breath is <laughs> it's very relaxing i'm sorry to ruin very your zen relaxing. moment wait so that <laughs> okay. thing goes off every 15 minutes yeah all right then we should play another song uh okay. <laughs> I, I, i'm gonna use your uh, your fucking meditation breathing app as the signal to play more music okay good <laughs> this is another cool track. This was a, a collab you did with Morgan Willis. This is Behind the Mask.
And that was Behind the Mask, a collaboration with Morgan Willis and JJ Mist. And as we learned from uh, the episode I did with Paradise Walk, because they also did an album collaboration with Morgan Willis, and then they're like, oh, you know, he's French. And I'm like, oh, he's French? <laughs> so I've established now that it's actually Morgan Willy. Oh, yes. That's the way it should be said. So uh, <laughs> if we can start uh, making that a reality, that would be cool. Morgan Willy? Yeah. Morgan Willy. <laughs> je m'appelle Morgan Willy. It's uh, shows to, to, you know, Morgan. I, that's it. Well, there's quite a lot of French people in Canada, isn't there? There is, yes. Well, that's our second language. We've got a whole province that's all French people. That is cool. It's a cool place, actually. <laughs> I mean, uh, it feels very different from the rest of the, of the country. Like, it is a very unique province, and they, they adopt a lot of the sort of European things. Yeah. So it's like there even their ambu- ambulances in that province are a different color because they, they're yellow like the ones in France <laughs> or whatever, and... And the rest right. of the country, they're all white, and they make all their signs. They have to have French in big letters and English in tiny letters. Yes, yeah, yeah. They do little kind of <laughs> rules like that. Trying to bring France back kind of thing. Trying to bring yeah. France back is what Trying they do. Trying to bring do. France back. Yeah, mate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Australia, right? Eh? <laughs> yeah. It's an Aussie accent. So, um, I mean, of the trilogy, what would be your favorite Lord of the Rings film? Um, (laughs) Honestly, I haven't watched them in years. Um, When I was a kid, I remember when they came out, like 2004 or something. I remember um, I really liked um, the ones with Smeagol in them. Gollum? Yeah, Gollum's I thought he was... Yeah, he was a bit of a nutter. Mm. I liked that. I was like, yeah, he's figured it out. (laughs) And, you know, the uh, graphics back then were like, whoa, how they could get a a whole man to look like that. Yeah, it was a super impressive uh, thing. I just like asking Lord of the Rings questions because you're from New Zealand, but I can tell you don't care, which means I'm going to keep asking them (laughs) throughout the rest of the show. That's the... Don't, just don't ask me about The Hobbit. Wait, you didn't like The Hobbit? Not a fan, nah. I didn't hate it, but you know. No, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't strong. It was. Um, I kind of liked the first one, or at least I thought the first one was okay, uh, just because of mm. its connections to like the Lord of the Rings movies. But mm. I really didn't. I didn't like the sequels. I thought it was very silly and rushed, and it didn't make sense, and it was disappointing mm. because I. I think the Lord of the Rings movies are cool, and so I wanted The Hobbit to be good too, and it was just kind of there. But yeah, I've said yeah. this many times on the show, there is a fan edit on the internet that's very good where they've taken all three of those movies and cut out about five hours and just cut it into <laughs> one one film. And that's it actu- awesome! And it works actually, it, it's better. It's actually like a better movie. Because there was a lot of fluff in those m- movies. Like, there was a lot of oh. silliness that didn't need to be there. Yeah. And The Hobbit is, like, not a long book. Oh, it's not. No, it's like this little tiny book, and they turned it into three oh. movies just because Lord... See, the joke of this is, if they actually wanted to fit all the content from Lord of the Rings, that trilogy could have been more movies, like Lord of the Rings, because there's a lot of content they had to cut yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then with The Hobbit, it's a relatively short book, and so they had to add a bunch of made-up shit to pad it out to be three films. Oh, and uh, And that's why those movies aren't great, because when you watch them, there's just a lot of fucking shit in there that doesn't need to be there, but... Uh, right, yeah, I see. <laughs> whatever. What is? So, what do you what do you do for fun over there, man? I don't know. I haven't done much lately, to be honest. I've been a bit of a hermit. I used to go out a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Used to go out party and stuff, and I don't know. I feel like I'm getting old, and I'm just like, oh, just got to kind of grow up. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, I understand. um, I don't really know. I 
when people ask me about myself, I never know what to say. Well, I like uh, the the pictures you take for the the JJ Miss thing. Yeah. When you do all like the the '80s makeup and stuff like that, I think that's fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I enjoy doing that kind of stuff. I'm I like painting and I'm quite artistic. I'm a graphic designer as well, so I just try to incorporate that with the music as well. Yeah. To give it, you know, more dimension. Well, I mean, because yeah. I, I like doing that stuff too. Like, I mean, because there's a lot of people. When they're in like the uh, the synth scene that like to hide themselves and stuff, and I always like mm. taking ridiculous pictures of myself and weird poses and things, and <laughs> like I, I, I think love it's that fun. Gift you sent me, yeah, <laughs> that but that's the awesome. thing. So, so I like when there's other people who like embrace the the sort of like the cheesy '80s aspect and do the thing, and you do full on like yeah. you do those those pictures yeah. with like the makeup and all that stuff, and like it looks it looks like fun mm. to do. You got to go full '80s or you go home. Yeah, exactly. That's the rule. The home in New Zealand, where it is now 16 degrees Celsius, is where you got to go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I will be planning a trip to the States next year, so that'll be cool. What are you planning on hitting? Uh, the West Coast. The West Coast. West Coast, baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we just wrote a hit song. Yeah, sweet, man. West Coast, baby. Hold on, EC. Will that be your first, like, trip abroad? Yeah, I mean, I've been to Aussie twice, but... That's literally a two-hour flight, so sure. two, three-hour, yeah. And it's not that much different from New Zealand. It's just hotter, and it's full of Australians. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. Does New Zealand have any, like, crazy spiders and snakes, or is that just all Australia? It's all Australian. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go there. You'll get killed. Yeah, well, they got some fucked up shit over there, man. Because I think a lot of people, they don't know necessarily the difference between New Zealand and Australia. But I I feel like it's almost one of them Canada, United States things. Yeah, I see, I don't really notice a difference with your accents too much. Uh, Yeah, well, it depends. I guess there's different regions. I mean, if I talk to an American, they'll make fun of the way I say certain words. But then there's different, um, you know, there's like... 40 different dialects of American accent in the States because it's just such a big place. Yeah. And then, but then you've got places like England that are so small and then somehow they manage to have many different accents and it's like literally you drive like two hours and you're in a different zone where people speak differently and it's it's very strange because in Canada yeah. everything's so spaced out because the country's so big and... Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, you you got to go uh, far away before you get people with different uh, accents. That's so cool. I could, I could never imagine everything being so far away because for me, everything is so close. You know. Yeah, you get you get used to it. It's like we're just really used to long drives. It's funny because I'll talk to yeah. people who live in like European countries where they like you know to them it's like oh you know I only see my parents once a year because it's like you know a three hour like four hour train ride or something. I'm like dude, like I see my <laughs> we see our parents like every other weekend. And it's like a three and a half hour drive one way, but it's like it's, yeah. to, to us it's just not a big deal. Like the idea of doing big long drives is just like natural to uh, to Canadians because yeah. everything's just spaced apart. Yeah, it's it's just a perspective thing, isn't it? Yeah, man. It's all yeah, about man. perspective, man. That's why you gotta fucking just breathe. <laughs> you just gotta take a deep breath in when your iPhone chimes. I don't have an iPhone! Samsung all the way. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's the thing you had a problem with. Uh, let's, I had uh, a problem with that. No. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> No. Let's uh, let's listen to another track, all right? This is a collab you did with the Ghost Mall, and this is a track called "Love Tonight."
was love tonight a collaboration <laughs> with the ghost mall and jj mist and i'm here with jj mist right now uh this song was very 90s had a very 90s yeah. vibe to it yeah that was a really fun track to work on um ethan is the man one of the nicest guys i've ever worked with just just so generous and helpful yeah it's a fun track so when i was in rock bands back in my youth because i'm i'm 26 now that's really old oh my god oh, yeah well i got about 10 years on you oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah when i was in my youth and i was in rock bands and stuff i i i worked with 
a few friends and stuff and it was one, he's actually one of my best friends but we just couldn't work together it would just be like heads bashing against each other yeah yeah because he was a guitar player and I'm a singer and, and you know you know it's kind of like the limelight the vocalist and the guitar you know the lead guitarist mm-hmm. and I'd always be like we'd always be like oh turn the vocals down they're too loud Jess oh no you turn the turn your guitar out down it's too loud you know like we'd yeah, yeah. be like the loudness war and we'd oh it was awful we really broke our friendship up <laughs> well, that, could, that can happen man it's like when you, when you start working together like I usually have like, a lot of fun with my friends but I don't mix mm. business or money with friendships like not to, in a stingy way but once you get yeah. money involved with friends and as soon as like friends owe each other money mm. it can instantly cause like weird tension because then you know if someone doesn't pay you back mm. I've known people who've like had their friendships fucking destroyed by like Aww. just people who you know they don't pay back on time and then it makes the whole you know you're second guessing the whole like they don't respect me or whatever and it depends how much people yeah. care about money and stuff and the same thing yeah. with these sort of creative projects especially if yes. somebody has a vision and you're working with a friend that doesn't care or vice versa like mm. you know mm. well, your visions are different and you're having to compromise you know I, I guess in a band you have to either you're the leader and everyone follows you or you all have the same goal and you have to all compromise a bit and i say no compromise that's my motto is no surrender nah absolutely (laughs) i agree with that (laughs) i mean it's a lot more work but it's a lot more um creative control and you don't have to answer to no one so how did uh how did you stumble upon the whole like the synthwave scene then because now you've done a bunch of collabs with a bunch of uh bunch of dudes dudes and one girl (laughs) 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 one chick and all these dudes yeah it's very so dude-oriented. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it is yeah. very dude-oriented. So, like, how'd you find it? Or were you just, like, trolling for dudes, or what was going on? That was my plan. I just wanted to get a whole bunch of dudes together and, you know, <laughs> lure them into my little trap. Yeah, and then fucking lock them in your lab. Tie them up. Yeah. Do unforgettable things to them and then eat them. Unfor- I'm trying to think. Would you do, uh, do unforgettable <laughs> things? Do unforgettable things. <laughs> Unforgivable, I mean. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm, I'm trying to think. I wouldn't be an unforgettable. Like, I will do unforgettable things to you. You, I, you didn't hear the last part of it, did you? Like, oh, no, I heard you were going to eat them, but I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. The, the first part, <laughs> I'm just trying to, like, unpackage that. So if you're doing unforgettable things to people, I would think that would be a good thing, right? Because everyone's just like, wow, that was really unforgettable. So look, but how, how did you find the scene, man? Uh, I have to think back. This was 2015, and... I, I wanted to work with a couple Such of friends. Such a long time ago. Oh, no. Such a long <laughs> time 25. ago. Oh, um, <laughs> I wanted to work with a couple of mates and do... I Originally, 90s jazz fusion, whatever the hell that is. Hmm. I was like, oh, let's do that. And a couple of mates. And, and, and then it was just like, oh, it's not really working out. And I just got a MacBook. So I got Logic. And hmm. I just started playing around with beats. And I was like, I might just make some music and I did and then I just looked online for like synth wave synth poppy kind of 80s music I just because I really liked 80s music Mm. and I was like I don't like conventional pop music but I want to do something different other than rock so I was like I'll do some 80s pop be a little different and then I found this whole scene and everyone you know of people doing it and I was like oh yeah Mitch Murder you know he's the guy usually you hear of the first time you get involved i think never heard of him i don't know what that is right oh yeah <laughs> but um yeah i just kind of found some people online and i did a collab with a guy from australia and he introduced me to the synthwave producers facebook page and 
just got in touch and I had just people ask me if I wanted to do collaborations and yeah so collaborations have been really helpful for that kind of thing it's fun to collab yes it is yeah sometimes (laughs) 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 yeah I don't do them too often now but only yeah you know only for fun but this album you're working on I mean like how long is that going to take to come out yeah I can't give you a date I am working on it every day like now I've decided because I was time I wasn't working on it for weeks Mm. and I was like oh stuff this I'm over it you know you get really emotional Um, but I've got a couple of people in the scene will be helping me with certain things we're doing trades so um, yeah so it's going to be a lot easier to have you've got to have some support I realise like Mm. because it's an album it's it's more music it's like shit It, it seems a bit overwhelming so it's just breaking it down into small bits and doing it song by song and it's just taking me so long well in the meantime we're gonna listen to another track cool did you have to breathe yet or is breathing about to happen i don't know is there like a timer if you go into your app does it tell you like it doesn't have a timer it just it just goes off oh there it is perfect (laughs) do it with me no way I don't. I, I don't. I don't want to relax. This is how I stay on my game and stay on my toes. Is I, I don't relax. Okay. I get myself all strung out and I hang upside down like a bat, and then I just go instantly to start recording the podcast. Get on the coke. That's exactly it. That's what happens. But anyway, we're gonna listen yeah. to a song now. This is a collaboration you did with Sunglasses Kid. Oh God, how many collaborations have I done? You've done quite a bit. I'm playing them all. Ah. This is. A- <laughs> Well, I dug this one. It was a lot of fun. This is a track called Without You.
That was Without You. <laughs> a collaboration with Sunglasses Kid and JJ Mist. And um, that's a fun one. I like all those uh, orchestra hits uh, that are in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, Very cool. It's a good time. It's a good time <laughs> in the city. How far are you from the biggest city in New Zealand? About 15 minute drive. That's not bad. So do you uh, go into the city a lot? Party? No. <laughs> I used to. Um, the city now, I mean, it's so expensive, man. You want to buy a drink? It's about $9. $9 New Zealand, which will be about maybe like $7, $6 Canadian. I don't know. but Hold on. Let me see. Get out the converter. New Zealand. <laughs> dollar to Canadian. New Zealand dollar to Canadian. Oh, no, your dollar is very similar to mine. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh, cocksucker, your dollar's worth more oh, by three yeah. cents. Oh, no, hold on. Oh. No, 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 sorry, it's the reverse. My dollar is worth three cents more. Like, one dollar will get you 97 Canadian cents. Oh, it's actually similar. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. No, I see. The, it's the American dollar that's always worth more. It's like the Canadian dollar right now is like a dollar thirty to buy like an American dollar, and like all of our electronics are more money now because of it. Oh wow! Because I thought it would have been similar to the U.S., but I, I don't know. No, yeah. no, our dollar is always worth less. That's why, you know, a lot of the film productions and stuff would always come to Canada from the states because our dollar was worth less. They'd get more bang for their buck, and that's why there's this point where like everything was shot in Vancouver because. Uh, it was cheaper to shoot there and it's like on the same time zone as Los Angeles but a lot of stuff happens like they shoot things in Toronto and stuff but it's all different like Canada's so big right there's like yeah se- several different time zones within this country so um, you know ah out that is so that's so trippy to me like for me New Zealand all of New Zealand just fits into the time zone <laughs> yeah it's yeah. just one time zone <laughs> it's like crazy yeah wow. be, yeah but it, it's so confusing man <sighs> oh sorry <laughs> you're okay Okay. Uh, we're recording this late at nighttime, so I just uh, I just yawned there. But don't worry, I'm wide awake for JJ Mist. <laughs> so you don't go to the city anymore. You're not sitting there partying like it's 2015, all those years uh, ago. 20, 2010, more like. I used to work in a nightclub. Mm. I was stripping, shaking it for dollar bills. Not just kidding. Sweet. No. <laughs> I worked at the door, but <laughs> 97 Canadian cents. Yeah, baby. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just don't go out and party. I know, like, I want to sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'd really love to go out and party again. But then I know my bank account would hate me and my liver. So since last year, since going gluten-free, mm. I've been on a bit of a health awareness thing. So I haven't been drinking as much alcohol and eating as much processed foods, just kind of taking care of my body. Yeah, but see, this is the thing. And this is what, you know, they don't want you to know. Okay. Gluten is great and it makes you feel really, really good. So what you need to do is just eat only gluten. If there's a way you can sort of get it in a tub, (laughs) just a, a tub of pure gluten, and you can use uh, it as a as a face cream. You can use it as a balm. You can eat it. Uh, oh, it's, <laughs> listen, I, I'm like I don't have too many um, things I advocate for, but if I if I did, one of them would be a purely gluten diet. Gluten. This, are you being serious? I can't I, tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. No liquids, just <laughs> pure. This gooey gluten, yeah. and if you you can stick a straw in it, and you can sort of extract some sort of moisture, but other than that, oh. uh, you just have to eat it. It's sort of a gray kind of paste. <laughs> oh my god! It's good for everything, everything, 
and the leftover gluten that go- becomes a solid, you uh, can fashion those into bricks and you can build houses with them. So gluten is way more useful <laughs> than people are giving it credit for. Okay, that you had me there. That was very mm. good. Oh, I'll give thank you five you. stars for that. Thank you. Five. Out of what? Ten. Nah, five out of five, mate. That was gold. You did so well. Ah, thank you. Uh, Yeah, so do you feel better about yourself? Yes. Yeah, no, I I lost a lot of weight and stuff. Um, I think it was uh, just the grains in general, eating Mm. uh, rye, barley, oats and stuff. I uh, took them all out of my eating plan and it's so hard to do because I would love to because I've got like a fucking belly and I know that it doesn't matter how many fucking sit-ups you do like that's one where you gotta change your diet and god damn it I eat so many carbs and like that's that's everything I eat like it's all just spaghetti and bread and Mm. sandwiches Mm. like that's everything I eat I understand and so if I were ever to make that change to to cut Mm. that out it's like holy fuck I'm trying to cut down on sugar because I I eat a lot I snack a lot Mm, mm. like hardcore I love fucking snacking man it's the best and (laughs) whenever like I said before when I sort of like cut down caffeine at least that's sort of like that means I'm not drinking coke and pop and stuff like that for a while yeah yeah, because you know that's just fucking pure sugar and sugar's the hardest yeah yeah man but it's so good it's hard for me to stop eating snacks like when we have them in the house chips gummy bears I don't care like candy cookies like I'll just keep going back into the kitchen and I feel like I'm not a pig because I'm only eating you know one at a time but I'll just I'll be constantly getting up from my desk going into the kitchen grabbing another like three cookies leaving coming back like two minutes later and grabbing like something else or eating from a bag of chips and God, yeah. it's really hard to stop. It's so hard to stop. It really is. And sugar's the worst, eh? I mean, sugar's the most addictive. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, damn. I mean, grains. Grains, you can, you know, you can have gluten-free options to start with if you're coming off, like, the bread. That's still not that good for you, but, you know, to ease yourself out of it, mm. you can still eat things. Like, that's what I did, and <clears throat> then I just, now I just eat veggies and fruit and meat. That's all I need. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I might have um, some corn chips and shit like that, and, Dark chocolate. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm not keen on dark chocolate, but but meat yeah. makes me feel good. Yes. I remember there was some book that was published about uh, that sometimes there's different people with different blood types that... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are, you, are you O blood type? I don't remember what my blood type is, but I, oh, I just... okay. I know that that was a thing. I don't know if that was ever substantiated, but it made sense because there are certain foods like I know when I do eat like meat yeah. it feels like it gives my body something that it needs like I do feel like mm. yeah I, I was good I mean obviously you can eat too much like I don't feel great if I just wolf down like a giant steak like yeah. it has to be the right proportions and I'm pretty bad at portioning too when it comes to food mm. like I'll fill up a big plate and then I feel as though I need to finish it right yeah I'm making dinner for like a few people in the house mm. we've got kids and stuff so yeah. it's like uh, I I make I make a lot, and then when I pour it on this big plate, I just feel like, oh, if I just if I just made myself a little plate, I probably would have been just as satisfied. But pop mm. is a big one because I, I'm starting to oh. it, it's making me tired now. Oh, like no, the sugar, yeah. the sugar like kind of weighs me down. I, when I have like a Coke with a meal, and I love having Coke with meals. Oh, Coke's good. Coca Cola, eh? yeah, yeah like, like fizzes. Oh, oh yeah, what? man. Coca Cola. Well, both. Yeah, it well, depends. We're talking about that. Oh, what? You start with Coke <laughs> to give you the appetite, and then you need that Coke burn. Yeah, I love that fizzy just that tss, 
tastes, you know, when you're eating. I was like, oh, it's so fucking good. But I feel like now, like, the caffeine and Coke doesn't even do anything for me because the sugar just makes me tired. It's like, it's just, it's just a fucking can of sugar. So if I feel like, ugh. Oh, I shouldn't tell you this because it might freak you out, but it might help you if you want me to mm. tell you a fact about Coke. You're going to die. <laughs> you're going to die. Yeah, basically. Nah. <laughs> That apparently there's a chemical that is in Coke that stops you from throwing up because there's so much sugar in it that your body cannot handle it. Apparently. That's what someone told me. I mean, take everything with a grain of salt, but she does know her shit. Was that, was that one of your scientist friends that uh, that works in your well, lab? Yeah, yeah. Now nah, she... Nah, she um, she knows his shit about nutrition mm. and stuff. So I was like, oh, wow. Because I was drinking a can of Coke when I was hanging out with her. And she was like, you know, that's like really bad for you. I'm like, yeah, I know. Whatever. And she started telling me things about, like, I don't want to know this when I'm drinking my Coke. You know, I want to yeah. enjoy it. It's, it's, always, it's always good to have those people around us like, you know, they uh, cut off pig testicles and uh, put know. them inside the Coke, right? And you're like, yeah, but it's. <laughs> But it tastes so good. Hey, listen, let's listen to another song, uh, and then we can talk more about uh, cocaine. This is a track by JJ Mist called Test My Love.
That was Test My Love by J.J. Mist. And I'm here with J.J. Mist right now, all the way from New Zealand. <laughs> that was pretty pitiful. Was that, was that your chime again to breathe? Yeah, it was my... Oh, no, yeah. that didn't go off yet. Um, <laughs> that's another 10 minutes, 5 minutes away. I don't know. Yeah, don't yeah, yeah. yeah. We got time. <laughs> so what, 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 was, what was the big reason for you uh, changing your diet anyways? Were you feeling uh, bloated? Yes, I um, was always bloated. My stomach was always hurting. Yeah, mainly just I wanted to lose weight because, I mean, I wasn't huge, but I was, it was just like because wheat is a, um, inflammatory, mm. it can inflame your organs. So that I was basically just inflamed because I'm probably quite sensitive my body so it affected me quite drastically and once I took it out the weight just dropped and I felt I was like oh my god <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things I should just try like I'm not one of those like kind of like new age health kind of people but there's yeah neither am I neither am I yeah but there, there are certain things where I just feel like well instead of talking shit about it like why don't I just <laughs> try to do it for a while like just just to see I mean like mm. but god everything I eat <laughs> There's so much, like, at least three meals a week involve spaghetti, and then the other ones do involve bread of some kind and mm. rice and things. And, and uh, I don't know mm. how the fuck I would change everything about my You'd life. You have to. Yeah, you would. It's, it's a huge thing because there's a lot of pleasure associated with eating those foods, you know, like having a nice crunchy bread roll, you know, with your Coke. Yeah, just, man. You know, and that soft doughy texture. And it's a mind thing almost. You've got to be like, you know what? I know that's not good for me and it's not going to make me feel very good. So you've got to weigh that up with the pleasure in the moment or the long-term pleasure. Yeah, I can only make those changes when I feel... It's funny because when I, when I say like when I take my breaks from caffeine, the irony is... I end up being more awake and alert. If I do caffeine in like short bursts where I haven't done it in a few weeks and one day I, I, you know, I have like a latte or something, then I'll be energized and focused for that time. Yes. But then the next day you need a bit more and then, you know, like a month in you have have like two a day to like keep it up and uh, keep it up. (laughs) Yeah, it's a drug. Yeah, no, you're right, man. It's a drug. So I still see the utility in doing it, but then the only reason why I ever take breaks is when I start to go like, hey, every time, that I means the reason why I don't smoke uh, weed anymore is just because I, okay. I had, you know, the, the experience just wasn't fun anymore for me. Like it, it was fun at the beginning and mm. then I'm just one of those, uh, oh, take a breath. <laughs> I get there's people out there who just have a good time and it relaxes them. Mm. For me... 
it would do that half of the time and the other half of the time I would feel like I was going to have a heart attack. Yeah. And then there was this point where I'm like, well, this isn't worth it. Like, it's not worth mm-hmm. it to me. Like, I can feel like my body is telling me like, dude, like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's the same with caffeine. Like, if I if I go where all of a sudden it's been like a few days and my heart is beating funny because I'm just like so jacked up on caffeine, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. it's time for a break. Mm-hmm. And if there was some... Even though I don't know why, like, having a belly isn't enough of a sign for me to... I guess because I'm married. <laughs> it's because I'm married. I know that. Because I know that if I were single, I would be fucking, like, working my ass off to get rid of this gut. I know that. Yeah. That's a fucking fact. And I'd be doing lots of squats yeah. to fucking firm up that sweet ass. <laughs> Oh, but I think it's it's a thing where you got to say, you know, what, you know, what, it's about you. You know, are you happy with you? That obviously your wife loves you. She doesn't care how you look. And you do you care? You know, you got to look in that mirror. I mean, certainly every day. I mean, she'll make comments where she'll be like, oh, uh, no. "You, you disgust me," and then she'll like walk away. But it still hasn't affected me yet. You know, she'll say just, just passive aggressive things like i'll be like oh you know i'll be doing my hair and like oh how do i look today and she'll walk in and be like you make me sick and then she'll like spit on the floor whoa and i mean one of these days uh, maybe i'll get my act together and uh, i mean i know for a fact the other day i was um filming the title sequence for uh the beyond synth like the video show oh cool and i was walking around this this neighborhood in toronto and i put on this this three-piece suit that uh, used to fit me really well and now it was like I had to like scrunch into it and I'm like and it's weird for me because I'm not a fat guy. Right. Right? Yeah. Like I'm I'm a, I've always been a skinny guy. It's just now I have like a belly, but it's like I was always a skinny yeah. person and I still am. So that's why it looks mm-hmm. weird. Like there's other people that can wear bellies better. <laughs> They're kind of thicker people anyways, and so like having a belly doesn't matter. But when you are a skinny person, mm-hmm. then you just look like E. T. or something. Like yeah. it just it doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. So it's the bottom so line is I got to cut out grains and uh, do some squats, as we established, and breathe every 15 minutes. What else? Yeah, and just keep up the cocaine. Keep doing that. That'll get you thin. Yeah, see, I mean, that sounds yeah. like fun. It is, and it's fun. You know, it's enjoyable. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry about getting addicted and losing all your money. That doesn't matter. Just do it in the moment. Talking about money, man, I got a ton of that shit. <laughs> Woo! I'm like Scrooge McDuck. I, like you have a lab underground. I've got like a thing underground where it's just full of coins that I go swimming in because I have so much cash. Oh, good. And so yeah. uh, to be honest with you, a coke habit would, it would be good for the local economy as far as I'm concerned. Yes, good for the Colombians. Oh, nah. Oh, that was lame. <laughs> <laughs> like following any joke with like the Colombians. Oh! <laughs> I know. That's, that's the Kiwi humor. You just... <laughs> It's just stupid. There's a video I put on Instagram of um, me and a few mates having a few drinks and we're playing Spyro the Dragon. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mate, he was playing... I don't know if you've ever played Spyro the Dragon, but you know how there's these blue... There's these blue dudes that you basically have to, like... You have to headbutt them and you have to, like, chase after them. It's like a race. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they're really hard to do and we were drunk or whatever and he was playing and and he fell off the edge. And it's just... It's a stupid video, but I'm just like, oh! like that and they're like holding it for like really long like I sound so drunk but <laughs> that was funny I started an Instagram account but I don't even understand how to use it I'm such a fucking old man oh dude how long can the videos be I think a minute is that the rule I like I thought it would be a cool idea to promote the show if I took funny little segments of the show and then posted them you know like little 30 second clips of like fun stuff but I don't really know the limits of Instagram I gotta figure it out yeah no you could do that I think it's about one minute or 30 seconds or something but it's definitely enough time 
Like, it's not like 10 seconds and it's over kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, we can probably wrap this up, but is there a song, like, I didn't play that, that you're happy about that you want me to play? Because I'll fucking play it. Yeah, just play whatever you want, you know, that I'm happy with whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> play on! You know, okay, wait, wait, wait. I do want you to play one song. I want you to play that remix that you did. Oh, but it's not finished. No, it's good, though. The thing that bugged me was I felt like it was almost there. But then I uh, formatted my computer and then it unlinked from some of the drum samples I used. Oh. You know, sometimes when there's just a little obstacle that, yes, okay, if I spend half an hour, I could just get yeah. find new samples and put them back in. But I just yeah. didn't. And then okay. for some reason, that thing was like a barrier to uh, because I didn't like the opening of the song. I did this weird opening. And I'm not. Ha- if anyone wants to know, oh, fuck it, I'll play the damn thing. But uh, <laughs> th- so this was I. I this is how I met uh, JJ, and I listened to your EP because I, I make joke music for myself, but I never really released too many of the tracks. I released some yeah. of them, and I thought this might be a fun experiment. What if I made one of my tracks, but got someone else to sing on it? And I thought, well, what if I take a track that's already made? I mean, she's already got the vocals done, and that's when I reached out to you. Yeah, and I and I said I wanted to do like a remix of of one of your tracks but i was never like super happy with it but whatever i'll play the damn thing so here it is yay what song was it again i don't remember the name of it i don't have the file in front of me battle of love all right so this is uh battle of love by jj mist the andy last remix i i don't know if i'm doing it under a a pseudonym but anyway here it is (laughs) it's better than the original
was Battle of Love uh, by J.J. Miss, the me. I made that remix. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's got a nice little <laughs> melody in there. Uh, but, um, you know, I'm not really a producer, so. It's good. But yeah, we can probably fucking uh, wind this down. Is there anything we didn't uh, talk about that you want to talk about? I, I just want to say that I, I think the remix track is really good um, that you did. And it's um, funny that you say you're not a producer because it just sounds it sounds professional to me so well maybe your ears are broken maybe because you haven't listened to it in a long maybe. time nah, not just and this was what oh, happens true. when you when you don't have uh, you know all that all that gluten was in your ears that's true and now it's all cleared out yeah yeah, yeah so now you, you're gonna listen to it with fresh ears and go oh oh yeah oh <laughs> do it with me I can't do things like that. If I went to like a, I, I mean, uh, my mom was going to pay for me to go to a yoga class because I was saying I needed to be more flexible because I'm very inflexible. <laughs> and uh, and I just know if I went to a yoga class, I'd just be laughing the whole time. Like I'm not good at being around people who are being serious. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's one of my fucking weaknesses. Even as a fucking adult man <laughs> who's 35 years old, when I fucking go to places where people are being serious, I just, I start to laugh to myself and then I have to like leave the room because like, I'm like a little kid like when it comes to stuff like that. I, I, I don't feel like a grown up. Like I still feel like a kid when I'm around. Even when I'm around people who are like even younger than me, but they've got their shit yep. together. So like yeah. they've bought a house and stuff like that, and when I and and, th- and then when I'm in their presence, I f- I, m- I remember I went to uh, like my son had like a play date with a- another kid in his class, and I went there because yeah. when they're young like that, like you sort of go to the other person's house and kind of sit around so they're comfortable. And uh, I mean they're only a few years older than me, but you know they they own a house and uh, yeah. they're all like these professional people. And I just was I was I, and I made a joke because I I think they were like eating dinner. I'm like, wow, I feel like like a kid. Like, I feel like I'm a kid visiting, like, some adult's house or something. Like, it doesn't feel right to me. Even though, like, oh, no. I'm an yeah. adult, too. Like, I've got kids. But for some reason, when I was in the presence of these people, I'm like, oh, like, you people are, like, actual adults. And I'm, like, you know, some <laughs> fucking kid or something. Like, it just it just felt weird. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I, I think it's good to keep that intact as you get older because a lot of people, you know, oh, life gets so heavy and everything just becomes hard and oh fucking fuck the world kind of vibe. Yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. keep that that and child childish innocence alive. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm innocent, but I will say that I find a lot of things silly. All that cocaine. Yeah, well, all that yeah. cocaine, and you know, the internet sort of steals people's innocence fairly quickly. So it's a yeah. It's not a, you see a lot of horrible things on the internet, then once you oh, see you them. Do. I, uh, I have a brain that doesn't allow me to unsee things, so I try and not see terrible things as often as I can. If that's a thing you can yeah. do, can you can you not do something as often as you can? I don't think that makes well, sense. Well, I think things are just going to happen, and you just have to be confident in yourself that you're going to be able to deal with them. And things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. There you go. That sounds Another like an eighties commercial. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's an ad for like old ladies' diapers. Oh yes, because things are gonna happen. Oh my god! Well, That's we've done hilarious. it. Anyways, well, you uh, it was lovely talking to you. You have a lovely New Zealand day, <laughs> and we'll pretend that I didn't edit out that I just said Australian because I will edit that out. <laughs> I can't believe you said. That. <laughs> 
tell you. Hey man, I'm I'm on a busy week. I just recorded with Marco for a, a little bit, and uh, nice. Marco, Sorry, Marco, yeah, and he's from. <laughs> no, that's how he sounds, and uh, and he's uh, he's from Australia. And then uh, I did a recording I with a dude from Ireland, and uh, so I, I get cool. my my brain gets all fucking muddled up. But you have a lovely New Zealand day. Woo! And the nice cold weather, sitting inside, twiddling my thumbs. I will. Yeah, man. Well, fucking gotta, gotta twiddle something, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's my that's my motto. You gotta twiddle something, so it might as well be your thumbs. Oh. Listen, it was lovely talking to you, and you have a fucking uh, great day. And uh, we look forward to hearing your album when it's finished. Yes, thank you so much, Andy. Um, we'll talk soon, and you enjoy the rest of your evening. I will. Lovely. And that was my conversation with JJ Mist. I want to thank you all for tuning into the show. I should point out, as just an addendum, I'm still not happy with that song, that remix I did for her. <laughs> the only reason why I put it in is because I'm on such a time crunch now putting this show out every week that I had one decision to make. It was either edit the whole chunk out where we talk about the song and I play the song, or just play the song. And I hoped that maybe I would give a few hours of free time to work on it a bit more and make it a bit better and I didn't have that time and so when I was editing the show I was like ah should I just not put it in and I thought you know what I'll put it in but I'll just preface by saying it's not done and I'm never gonna finish it so that's that but it was a fun little experiment so that's why I thought I would keep it in the show just in case people are just like well you played that but you don't play my music or whatever and it's sort of like you know she wanted me to play it And it was a thing that happened, and you heard it, and so there you go. Anyways, just throwing that out there. I need my my shame public. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Tune in next time where my guest will be somebody else. And you can follow me on Twitter. I am at AndyLast on Twitter. You can like the Beyond Synth Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash beyond.synth.podcast. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com slash beyondsynth. Beyond Synth is also on YouTube. I think the YouTube page is Beyond Synth Podcast, but you know how YouTube pages sometimes are just a bunch of gibberish letters and words. So if you just search Beyond Synth YouTube, you can find the YouTube, and that's where I post uh, videos related to the show. And if you have music you want to hear on the program, please send it to beyondsynth at gmail.com. And don't be upset if you don't hear back from me for a while. It takes me sometimes almost a month to get to the emails that people send me. And sometimes I get to them right away. It just depends on the day. If it's one of those days where I just happen to be my emails open and all of a sudden like an email comes in as I'm looking at it, then I'll read it. But for the most part, I usually just save all the listening to people's music for uh, the end of the month. And then I collect it all and uh, then I start building playlists and stuff. But that's the bottom line. Send it to beyondsynth at gmail.com. And that is all for me. Have a lovely weekend. And tune in next time to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Beyond Synth, on fire, retro, we're on the